0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Neil Thompson Speaks, where we talk to people who broke free of the corporate Broke shackles to start their own business. I'm your host, Neil Thompson, official corporate shackle breaker. You can find this podcast on my website, nealtompsonspeaks.com. You can also find it on iTunes or Stitcher. Please subscribe and share. Spiritual coach, energy healer, and massage therapist, Ashley French, is a master holistic health practitioner. The owner of Soul Awakening Force, Ashley is focused on educating her clients on living a healthy lifestyle, while finding their authentic selves, I look forward to chatting with Ashley about the inspiration for starting her business, her biggest achievements as being a business owner, and her biggest mistake. It's sure to be an interesting episode. Let's bring her in now. Hello, Ashley. Welcome to your time to speak.
0: Hello. Thank you for having me. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Amazing. Thank you.
1: So before you actually started your business, what exactly were you doing?
0: Um, Well, you know, I was kind of in a loss. Um, I wasn't too sure which direction to go. I always knew that I wanted to open my own business ever since I was a little girl. Um, I just didn't know what that business would be. Um, And then I went through my own crazy awakening. um, And through my own awakening and shedding my human self, I was aligned with my aesthetic self. And with that, I kept hearing that it was part of my life purpose to help others through their awakening and to be able to shine their inner light. So I um, opened my own business, um, Soul Force Awakening, and that's what I do. I help people align with their authentic self and release inner and outer struggle.
1: Interesting. So when you say uh, help people align with their authentic self, what exactly does that look like?
0: Um, Well, it is a releasing of our human self, which um, is attached to an ego. Our ego loves fear, doubts, and separation. Our soul only knows love, compassion, and joy. So um, through Reiki energy healing, I help clients awaken to their soul self by releasing these inner and outer struggles, by releasing their identity. A, their identification of just being a human and realizing that they're really a soul and that is their authentic self.
1: Hmm. That's, that's, all, that's all interesting. I mean I remember maybe a few years ago I used to go to an acupuncturist and she also happened to be an, an energy healer. So after my acupuncture sessions every, every now and then She would do energy healing as well. I'm not exactly sure what she was doing, to be very honest. So when it it comes to energy healing, what exactly is is it, and what's the the purpose of it? What is it supposed to accomplish?
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, energy healing, um, we're all made of energy, even our thoughts and our emotions are energy, and um, this energy is supposed to be running throughout our body smoothly. But sometimes um, it can get stagnant and stuck and not flow correctly. And usually that's when emotional and physical issues have manifested. So the key is, is um, really being able to move this chi and get it flowing correctly. We also have chakras throughout our body, and we have seven main ones that are along our spine. And those are key to keep balance um, through, to be able to live a healthy life emotionally and physically.
1: Okay, and then you're also a spiritual coach. I don't know too much about that. What exactly is does a spiritual coach, a spiritual coach do?
0: Yeah, well, along with um the awakening comes with connecting with your spirit guides. We have a um I find a lot of clients that they come to me. They are definitely guided to me by their spirit guides, and um, that's when they are about to embark on this great awakening journey to be able to release all their inner and outer struggles and to be connected with their soul self and to be able to live with joy and compassion and abundance. So with this comes with a lot of questions. And so what I do is I'm able to educate people, you know, on different topics such as your spirit guides, the archangels, guardian angels, um, the law of attraction, how the universe really just wants to supply endless abundance to you. We just have to remember to get out of our own way Um, so I educate a lot of my clients through that, um, and with the energy healing and the guided meditations, which are key, um, to be able to hear this guidance, um, you need to be able to be in the now to be able to quiet your mind and, you know, kind of eliminate that mental chatter that we all consistently have. And, uh, we do that through, uh, creating a meditation practice.
1: Hmm. So to become an energy healer and to become a spiritual coach, is there some sort of of training you need to do to to become those things, or is it just something that is inherent in you?
0: Um, I strongly believe it is something that is naturally a part of your ability. Um, I call them uh, spiritual gifts. You do have uh, training. I have training through uh, Pacific College of Oriental Medicine, and um, I have my Reiki master degree. Oh, what's Reiki. Reiki is the energy healing,
1: oh okay, it's just another name for it,
0: yes, yeah, so it's a spiritually and very divinely guided energy healing um it's very intuitive, it's very spiritual um it's uh you get attuned with different um sacred symbols, and with these are allowed to enhance your connection with the divine, so with myself, I'm able to communicate with my clients' um spirit guides and their higher their higher selves and with that I'm able to do the healing. So the healing is really done through spiritual guidance.
1: Hmm. Interesting. So when people come to you, do they come to you with specific problems and you tell them, you know, this is the the path you should go down to, to, to to solve these problems. I'm curious as to what kind of problems do people typically come to you to solve?
0: Um, Typically, you know, a lot of clients, you know, like I said, they're about to embark on their awakening journey, their spiritual growth. But I also get clients, you know, that um, suffer from PTSD, depression, anxiety, and they're not too sure why they're having these issues or these lower emotions. And so I work with them on releasing a lot of these, um, like the the energy, because everything is just energy, all the emotions. Um, I also have... I also work with uh, the spirit guides, help them connect with um, their spirit guides to be able to uh, live on this journey. We have this inner light that is constantly trying to shine, and we tend to have a lot of blockages from self-doubt or from past experiences that cause this inner light to be blocked. And so what I do is I help them remember what does shine their inner light so that they can live their life with abundance.
1: Interesting. And so, when people come to you, is this? I'm guessing it's not a, a one-time thing. What, when do? Essentially, when is someone, I guess, done with their, with their, with, their, with your, your, the work that you do with them?
0: You know, yeah. You know, I never, I never say it is done. Um, you kind of, as long as it's what you feel. I definitely recommend, you know, a routine energy healing. It's just like we have our regular hygiene. Uh, we need to have an energy hygiene as well. And that is making sure that your energy is consistently flowing smoothly so that you aren't having so many inner and outer struggles.
1: And when you say a, a consistent energy healing, how often are we talking?
0: Um, at least once a month. Definitely. Okay. Okay. If you can uh, every week, because um, I mean, emotions, and your energy, just like we have a daily energy hygiene, it's important to have, um, hygiene for your energy. You can also, if we, for daily, it's important to uh, sage your aura, um, to be able, you can do your own self-healing by meditation, but to get Reiki energy healing at least, you know, at least once a month, but it's recommended at least once a week as well.
1: Once a month or at least once a week. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. As, as I said earlier, I, I know very little about energy healing, spiritual you know coaching I, I i'm just trying to get a picture in my mind and i'm sure maybe people that are listening in are trying to understand too exactly what what's what's going on is, is someone like like laying down on a, on a couch or something when this is all happening i remember oh, no. back when i used so to yeah. get acupuncture when i used to get acupuncture i used to be on a on a like a you know not a bed but you know, laying down while getting like it. Like often i become yeah yeah table. i'd be so um, Relax. I'd end up falling asleep with all these little needles in me. Is it kind of is this is this something like what you're doing as well, or are people sitting up or, or are they lying down? Yeah, yeah, How's definitely.
0: So I create a very sacred sanctuary. There's healing crystals. There's a relaxing music, um, and you are fully clothed on a massage table. And um, we before the session, I uh, cleanse your aura with uh, sage. And then I have you call in your spirit guides and your guardian angels. And then I have um, the client set an intention. And then when we're ready, I have them lay down and I go through a body scan to be able to relax and kind of get in a meditative state. And then um, I have them repeat their intention. And then I do the energy healing. And I do that by lightly placing my hands intuitively where the energy is needed or needs to be moved And oftentimes, first-time clients, they have a lot of issues in their lower chakras, which is going to be their root chakra, their sacral chakra, and their solar plexus. And that has to do with a lot of the areas that we hold on to, a lot of suppressed emotions or a lot of our uh, material needs and being able to be grounded in life and our self-confidence. And then from there, when those are balanced, I moved on to more of the spiritual chakras, which are going to be the throat chakra, the third eye, and the crown chakra. And then I have clients, hmm. I do meditations, I guide the meditation at times, to be able to connect with their spirit guides and their soul self, so that they learn how to build a connection with their soul, their authentic self, and to be able to hear uh, their inner voice and know what their their inner voice and their intuition is compared to what their ego is, which is usually loud thoughts of fear.
1: Okay. Well, how long does – uh? an appointment usually take? Is it about like an hour, hour and a half?
0: Yeah, it's a 60-minute session. Sometimes it goes over. It just depends. Like I said, you know, it's very natural. It's very intuitively guided, so we just kind of flow with it. Um, But usually it's about an hour.
1: Hmm, okay. An issue, well, I guess going back to just being a a business owner yourself, an issue that a lot of people that want to start businesses or even people that have already started businesses deal with is fear. And did you deal with any sort of fear in starting your business? And if so, how did you deal with that fear?
0: Oh, completely. Um, Fear has been one of my things that I've had to deal with um, most of my life, and that's what I've been able to kind of work through through my own energy healing. Uh, My fear was that people want to understand what this was. You know, I wasn't able to be able to reach the right people and I'm not someone that likes to go out there and sell myself. You know, I like people to come in and experience it and see what, how they feel. Um, so that was definitely my biggest, you know, fear was being able to get out there, and market myself, get myself, you know, known and knowing, letting people know, you know, there's a whole other world out there if we learn to just detach from our human egotistic beliefs and start aligning ourselves with our soul self. Hmm. Is there,
1: Oh, I, uh, I guess the question I have now is when you first started your business, did you say this is what I'm going to do and people are either going to accept it or not, or did you have a, I guess, kind of run the idea with other people to see if there was a need for, for such a business?
0: No, you know, I really had no plan, no idea. Um, I feel like I'm always just being spiritually guided by my guides, and I kept getting all these ideas and um I kept hearing that it was my life purpose to help people through their awakening journey and to help them remember, you know, that they are a soul and they have all these spirit guides and that their life can be full of abundance. So um, I just that's I just put it all together and I opened my business and I hope for the best and, and now I'm here.
1: <laughs> well, how long have you been in business?
0: Um, since 2015. So. Fairly little new. Okay. Fairly new. Yeah. Located mm-hmm, in here. Pacific Beach. But I've been doing this um, for, since 2012.
1: Oh, okay. But before, I guess, you, where would you go to people's homes?
0: Yeah, and I, I've worked for other businesses as well, other spas. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand. Other practices.
1: Got it. So as yeah. you mentioned that you're not the biggest fan of having to go out and market yourself, but as I'm sure you know, the way to get business is exactly that. Having to market yourself, people need to know about you to actually use your services. How do you go about getting clients?
0: Um, yeah, you know, I rely on word of mouth. Um, I also hold a, a weekly guided meditations at Kate Sessions Park. I have a meetup group, and I get customers that way. Again, word of mouth. Uh, Through my website, through Instagram, I do oracle card readings um, and Facebook posts. I do those as well. And then I team up different yoga studios in the area and I help lead a guided meditation with Reiki energy healing and their um, yin yoga classes or their restorative yoga classes. And that's a great way that I've been able to, you know, get a, I feel the uh, right people that come to me are the people that are guided. So I've been really able to rely on that as well.
1: Okay, that kind of makes sense. You kind of go to places with where people that are kind of yoked to receive this type of information are, so the there's not really a, a tough sell to what you do. Is, is that be fair to say?
0: Yeah, that, which is really nice. You know, um, living in San Diego, you know, it's such a holistic health, preventative medicine, conscious community. So that really has been a great thing that I've been able to rely on that I don't really have to sell what I do. People kind of know that it's what they need to incorporate into their health routine.
1: You mentioned something like Oracle card reading. What is that?
0: So Oracle cards um, are divine guidance. Um, You set an intention, there are different cards and they have messages. You set an intention of connecting with your higher self and your spirit guides and you ask to be led to the cards that you need for guidance and they'll have messages for you. That is how our spirit guides and the universe communicate with us are through messages that we're constantly seeing or um, they'll send certain people in in our life or certain signs that we constantly see. These are messages and guidance to our prayers and our struggles hmm. that we, we keep trying to find how to get out of. If we quiet our mind and we, we, we notice these signs, they are our guidance.
1: Okay. Oh, Great. Have uh, you ever I, had an oracle I, I mean, card reading? No, I, I've never done any of this, except, except for the energy healing a few times back when I used to go get acupuncture. All these words are, are new to me, spiritual coach, oracle cards, uh, you know, Divine or, or guided meditation—all these things—I I, I know nothing about any of these things, and uh, well, I, I definitely... thought I was awake, but I, I'm not even sure if I am now. <laughs> not all these other <laughs>
0: <things>. <laughs> Well, you'll have to come in and have a session.
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds like it. One issue, another issue that I think a lot of of reluctant, what I like to call reluctant entrepreneurs, go through when they're thinking about leaving their jobs and starting their own businesses is now that you're on your you're, you're in business for yourself you're not getting a paycheck every other week like when you were an employee. And so there's going to be some up times when there's going to be a lot of customers, a lot of money coming in, but there's also going to be some downtime probably too, some rough times when, you know, the money isn't coming in as, as much as you'd like. In your, in your opinion or in your experience of being a business owner, how do you deal with getting through lean times?
0: Yeah, you know, that is a struggle. That is something that um, I think a lot of people that are in these kind of um, careers is, you know, not having that consistent paycheck. Um, You know, you constantly just have to save and, um, you know, find little outs um, that will bring in the income when it is slower. Um, I'm also Drive Uber, and that allows me to be able to network and connect with people. And so even if they're not... um, interested in energy healing, I'm still able to connect them to, you know, divine messages or, um, uh, meditations that they might need, um, kind of help them get to get in touch or connected with any spiritual, um, awakening that they might be starting to begin on. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting.
1: (laughs) Wow. That that is interesting. I I hope you don't get a lot of customers like myself as an Uber driver, because I I don't think I ever talked to the Uber driver when on their driving. Yeah. I'm, I'm too, no, I'm too busy on my phone or doing something else. I, man, oh, yeah. I I definitely get, get those co- for
0: those riders.
1: Oh man, I hope you get less of them so that potentially you get some more clients. I mean
0: It just breaking another, the ice, I, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, right, breaking the ice. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm terrible with that. Another thing that I just thought about is uh when you're, especially when you're first starting out in your business in your business is conserving as much money as you possibly can since you're not making a whole lot when you first start out. So when, when in your in your experience when you first started your business, what was a priority to spend money on? And what was something that you thought you uh, or that you thought yeah, that, that you thought you could, you know, not spend as much money on?
0: Um, Yeah, you definitely have to find a balance, I guess. Um, You really have to just be conservative with your money um, when you are in business for yourself. And when you, um, especially if you're just in the beginning, um, you know, they say it takes about a year or two for your business to get where it needs to be to be fully successful. But yet that's still no guarantee that it'll be consistent income. Um so with myself you know I do have that uh, kind of a, a fear of spending too much money but there is the um the universe law of prosperity is that you know not to be too stingy with your money and to be able to give um and what you give you will receive and to be able to uh you know kind of release that lack of or that fear you know that uh, finances aren't going to uh, replace the, themselves, or I'm not going to be able to get out of this struggle. But uh, replacing those fears and in, in being in the now, and remembering, you know that money will come in, and um, yeah, what the law of attraction—what you do give, you it will come back.
1: Hmm. So when you, so just for in your in your case, when you first started your business, what was the number one thing that you said? You know what? I need to spend money on this, no matter what.
0: In my business. Yeah, in my business, well, starting it uh, with marketing, I would say, um, I mean, that's how you to get your clients. You have to uh, be able to to market yourself. So marketing was the main thing, and um, I didn't have that great of a budget. I was very limited, um, but uh, you know, I just put my faith in the universe that I was being guided, and uh, and I went from there.
1: When you say marketing, spending money on marketing, what does that entail? Are you talking? Ads in in newspapers or social media. Or yes,
0: I did some ads. I did some you know paper ad, ads in the paper. I did um, paid ads on Facebook. Um, I did you know uh, just marketing material in general, whether that be flyers, business cards, um, notes that you can pass out. Just just you know the general marketing.
1: Interesting. And of all those different avenues you took or strategies you took for, for marketing, which ones were the most successful?
0: Um, honestly, the most successful has been word of mouth. And, um, you know, um, yeah, word of mouth, to be honest.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, great. I mean, uh, I guess, you know, it'll the, the answer to that obviously is going to be different for, for different people and based on the industry that you're in. You know, I used to work in in medical devices and advertising medical device on Facebook probably is not going to be all that useful since the end user is not really the end. Well, the end user is the the patient really, the person that the medical device gets put into, but the person that's going to be implanting the 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 implant the surgeon, it's probably not going to be on Facebook looking for for implants to implant in people. So Facebook probably wouldn't be the best. But word of mouth, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that'd be a, a little <laughs> more useful. Yeah, maybe a little. <laughs> little. <laughs> and, and, okay, for, for For a medical device.
0: Yeah, uh, I, wh- I found marketing. I found being able, you know, kind of offering. So a lot of people haven't necessarily experienced Reiki energy healing, and um, some people, you know, they're not willing to put that money out that they haven't experienced. So. I found one of my strategies was, you know, actually giving uh, free energy healing sessions and, you know, you know, putting that faith that it was something that they benefit from and, uh, and hope that they would come back. And a lot of clients, you know, they do, they really find they get a deep healing from it, and they do. Uh, so rather than putting a lot of money out, you know, I kind of sacrificed and gave out, you know, major discounted uh, sessions or free sessions to really get clients to be able to experience um, such a spiritual divine healing.
1: You know, when it, when it comes to your type of business, I know you mentioned that because you're in San Diego, there are a lot of, of health-conscious people. But even, and I consider myself pretty health-conscious, but even some of the words you were using, I've, I've never heard before. So I think <laughs> your strategy of offering people something free first, kind of, you know, to get used to it, to see what it actually is and to see if it's a, if used to them. That's a very that's a really good strategy to then, you know, get them to come yeah. back. So I think that's really smart.
0: And either way, you so, know, they're they're getting a healing and they're they're being helped. So it's a win win situation.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so yes, definitely sounds like it. You've been in business, as you said, for a couple of years now, since twenty fifteen. Uh in that time, what has been your biggest accomplishment as a business owner?
0: I'm gaining all of the beautiful one of a kind soul clients that I have, you know, being just being able to help them and getting these beautiful emails and these beautiful text messages of how much I have improved, you know, their way of thinking and, you know, releasing emotions and releasing depression from being in the past or anxiety from living in the future you know, that's been my greatest accomplishment and, and excitement. It makes it worthwhile. It, it, it makes my inner light shine. I get excited when I, when I see my clients doing well and improving their health and being happier beings and being really connected and shining their own inner light. Hmm.
1: And I guess the opposite question is, since you've been in business, what's been the biggest mistake that you've made?
0: Um. I would say having fear. Being having fear that people um wouldn't understand what I was offering and um you know, not uh, pushing uh even even harder to get people to in the door because I know once clients experience this healing they they're going to get that deep, deep, deep healing that they need and they're going to be hooked because it is such a beautiful and spiritually divine um healing protocol. Hmm.
1: As, as you mentioned earlier, you've, you're, you get in the infancy of your business. You've been around a couple of years. What are your future plans for Soul Force Awakening?
0: Um, yes, my future plans I see, um, you know, creating a bunch of workshops and educating people um, not even not just in San Diego, but I would love to see it expand through the states and even out of the country. Um, I'm currently working on writing a book um, to help further with for my clients. Um, I see, you know, just expanding even more through medit- guided meditations and just educating people. I think that's where I would like to see myself is teaching, teaching people on their soul self and how to be aligned with their authentic self.
1: Well, wow, that's that's all been great. Again, uh, Ashley, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How can people find you?
0: Yes, um, you can find me by uh, going on my website www.soulforceawakening.com. You can find me on Instagram uh, soulforceawakening.com as well.
1: Excellent. So, so I'm sorry, Instagram heard, heard soulforceawakening. It <laughs> yeah, I figured, no Insta- I figured there was no .com to your. I figured there was no .com your Instagram. So yes, everyone, it's soulforceawakening.com, on Instagram at soulforceawakening. Ashley, thank you so much for being on the podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me. This has been a great experience.
1: Well, everybody, that marks the end of another episode of Neil Thompson speaks. To learn more about me and Neil Thompson speaks, please visit N e i l t h o m p s o n s p e a k s N E I L T H O M P S O N S P E A K S.com. You can also check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. There are links from my website to those social media platforms. And there's also a link to, my, or to this episode of the podcast from the website as well. Until next time, please, take care.